0: This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries, official sponsor of Faction 46 and Nice Motorsports Truck Series teams. Forney offers versatile welding and plasma cutting machines, along with a full line of metalworking accessories for beginners, do-it-yourselfers, and professionals. Forney has everything you need for your next metalworking project. Shop for these top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com, that's F-O-R-N-E-Y-I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.
1: Hello, folks, and welcome into the next episode of Next Gen Creators, the Daily Downforce podcast where we talk to the next generation of NASCAR content creators. I'm Joshua Lepowski here with the Daily Downforce. Hey, be sure to follow us here on social media at Daily Downforce on Twitter and Instagram. Send us a message on Twitter as well. And to be sure to follow us on Facebook, the Daily Downforce on Facebook as well. And visit DailyDownforce.com for some daily nascar content we have all of that for you be sure to head over there to talk about uh some of the hot topics in nascar and uh, we keep up with all of that so be sure to head over there meanwhile i'm joshua lapowski and we are set for a new episode of next gen creators with a very interesting guest malad radman you know him as real radman on youtube someone that uh you know, one of the, I would say, one of the most vocal voices in NASCAR gaming particularly is also given his fair share of opinion takes on NASCAR the sport as a whole, but someone that really lately has been really vocal in the gaming sphere and uh really interesting to hear his thoughts particularly with iRacing recently getting the NASCAR console gaming license so we talk about that also talk about his story playing the NASCAR games growing up and what it was that got him into YouTube and how he has developed his YouTube channel and how he's been able to kind of fill in some of the gaps of the lack of gaming content or new gaming content I should say that NASCAR has had and how he's been able to fill in some of the gaps and how he is attacking that challenge, knowing that a new NASCAR game is not coming out until 2025. Again, it was a great conversation with Milad. Without further ado, this is Next Gen Creators with Milad Radman. All right, folks, and now it is time to welcome in Malad Radman, real Radman, as you know him on YouTube here into the newest episode of Next Gen Creators. So, uh, Malad, thank you so much for joining us here today.
2: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. So, you know, Milad. I, I guess we'll start here. Just tell me, you know, as someone you grew up in Miami, you know, you've, you've discussed that in your uh, in in your uh, YouTube videos before. You're you're from Miami, you know, not necessarily NASCAR country. You would think of it necessarily. So, how did you, someone from Miami, become a massive Jeff Gordon and NASCAR fan growing up?
2: <laughs> it all started when I was just a kid playing with toys. You know, and my parents got me some toy cars. And, um, it kind of started from there. It started from toy cars. Like literally that is where it started from. Uh, I had like, uh, like a Chevy convertible little toy car and all these things. And, um, I had like a little bucket just full of toy cars and some of them were NASCAR stuff. And some of them were just normal cars. Uh, and then as I got to like four or five, six, I started understanding what, you know, sports was basically. And I, I got into sports, um, really big. Like the the first sport I played consistently was basketball, but, uh, the first sport I was like watching on a consistent basis was, was NASCAR. Um, my parents did not watch NASCAR. I had no family members that ever involved in racing. Um, now it probably does help that NASCAR, like during that time, early two thousands was like really booming. So, um, I don't remember like really what the TV coverage was like, but it was on like sports center and it was on stuff like that. And so, um, that's kind of how it started. And then I just, I just, it was like one of the first things I really, really loved. Uh, I liked all sports. So like, I definitely liked football and basketball and oddly enough, like I'm the biggest like European football fan now, but I didn't get into that until late high school. So like when I was a kid, it was all American stuff. And, um, nascar was definitely the first one along a basketball and that's just how it started it really is just because of toys which is you know uh how it gets started and then the gaming side of things as well because when i was i was playing like a lot of ps2 stuff and i would play madden but i would also play play nascar games and so i think that's what also kicked it off as well
1: did you have a favorite nascar game growing up I gotta ask you that favorite nascar uh, video
2: game it was thunder 2003 because i i bought it from blockbuster so i didn't have the actual cover of the game. I just had the, you know, the blockbuster cover art, like they just use their own boxes. I had that. And so it just had a sticker that said NASCAR thunder 2003. Um, that was the game I played for a very long time. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because like most people, when they say their favorite NASCAR game, they'll either say like NR 2003, NASCAR Thunder 2004, 2005 Chase for the Cup. You don't hear Thunder 2003 as often. So that that's that's interesting. Did you out of curiosity, like, you know, did did you own any of those other games growing up or was 2003 the only one that you owned?
2: I did not get a PC until I kind of started YouTube. So, yeah, as a kid, I never knew about PC gaming or anything like that. Um, or even sim racing in general. I just did not know about those types of things. So NR 2003, I never knew about. Like, I never really played it much until I I started growing up a little bit. Uh, 2005, I did have. Um, That was also another game that I I played uh, a lot. 2004, I never had. I don't know the reason. Um, Maybe it's because I was playing 2003. I don't really know. But yeah, 2004, I never never had. So that's why when I actually played it on the channel, um, I really like fell in love with it because i never played it it was genuine i never played that game
1: yeah i remember that i watched that series i think you did like i think your original one what'd you do like was it three seasons or something like that until yeah, you we've got one two different
2: two different series on it three seasons it, it, it seems like it takes three seasons to win a championship on there and so the uh, everyone really liked it they wanted me to bring it back so i brought it back so yeah i did 2 i'm, I'm probably never bringing it back again there's two series done on it but um yeah it's a terrific game seriously like if there was ever a game that i would want to be remade it's it's actually that one
1: really that's interesting but even then like with with thunder 2003 like you know that was kind of you know when i was i didn't play thunder 2003 but when i was doing some research for an article i wrote for pole position on uh on on like the history of nascar gaming thunder 2003 was kind of where a lot of those features that were in thunder 2004 particularly in the career mode that's where a lot of that kind of got their start so thunder 2003 is is i would actually argue probably you know, more impactful than I think some people maybe even give it credit for. I would argue. So you know, it's 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 interesting that you kind of give Thunder two thousand three that 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 light and that you have that those memories of it because I think sometimes people gloss over it. And I think that it really is a game that has a lot of impact and on NASCAR gaming. I would argue,
2: yeah, especially the soundtrack as well. <laughs> it's, it's lived up. It's lived well, up ev- pretty well
1: every EA NASCAR soundtrack was really incredible. So, you know, and you mentioned how you you didn't get into like, you know, PC gaming until you started YouTube. So like, where did the whole YouTube thing start out during your timeframe? I remember like kind of sort of, I think the first video I watched of you, I think, oddly enough, was maybe your NASCAR Heat Evolution review, which I don't know if that's necessarily a good memory of yours because that game—I remember it at launch. That game was uh, that game was terrible <laughs> when that game launched, but uh, you know that was the first one I remember of you. But I think you started before that. So, like, when did uh, when when did YouTube become a thing?
2: It was around that time, yeah. NASCAR Heat Evolution, twenty sixteen. That was the kickoff start. Um, I think I started like in May of that year so then I think the game released like a few months later but um that's when this channel kind of kickstarted. started I was just doing random stuff like sports reviews or like Rocket League or just trying to find something um and then the the NASCAR stuff started and I kind of found that little niche of no one was doing it so uh then the views started to go up and I got like 500 subscribers 1,000 subscribers you know 2,000 subscribers and you kind of kick on from there um but it was it was May 2016. I was just I was in uh, I was freshman heading in a sophomore year of college. Uh, and it was just a hobby. That's that's really it, because I was already working um part time at a, at a gym uh, back by, by, by my home. So it was just literally a hobby. Like just I was bored. And uh, my friends were also trying to make videos like we were all trying to figure out, like, how do we make videos and stuff? Um, and so they kind of started, they helped me out with video editing. I had no, no idea how to do video editing. So then I kind of learned from them. Uh, and then, yeah, I just kind of, the, some of the videos around the NASCAR gaming side just kind of blew up. I just found that little gap that no one was doing it. And then, uh, and then, yeah, people started watching and then we had the yearly releases that obviously helped. So you had heat evolution and then heat two and then heat three and then heat four. And then in between that, I had all the classic games and stuff. Uh, and then iRacing as well uh, when I hopped into that. So, um yeah, it all just kind of started around there.
1: I remember this because during this time frame, like when I was playing NASCAR video games and stuff like that, you know, I didn't grow up with the EA NASCAR game. So I played U-Technics and NASCAR Heat was kind of what I grew up with. So, you know, I remember like personally, like I would always look forward to your reviews on those games because they would, you know, because they would determine whether or not i would want to get those games or not in, in some in some of those that time frame so you really were as you mentioned you were filling in like this little niche kind of that people were looking for when it when it came to nascar gaming and you've kind of continued to do that and even also at the same time you've also spent some time in some of the other videos i saw of you early on were a lot of your race reviews where you talked about the the um the status of nascar kind of as a whole so kind of at that same time you were you were doing a lot of different things you were talking nascar game but you were also talking nascar as a whole so like during that time frame were you kind of like you know and and you still do a little bit of both so you do kind of have that hybrid in there with your channel that i noticed but you know um you know where where did kind of some of those nascar race review things start out during that time frame
2: i think it started along with uh the gaming side i always wanted to do that so it was always both of those like i always wanted to do the gaming side but i also wanted to talk about nascar um in real life as well because i was watching it my whole life i felt like i had opinions that were knowledgeable so like you know people want to watch other people that have cool takes or you know uh are just knowledgeable about the sport maybe you can learn from them so that's at least that's what I felt so. I was like, hey, I'm just gonna talk about NASCAR. I don't, I don't really know. All my friends didn't watch NASCAR, so I was always like the NASCAR guy. So uh, they always said I knew a lot about it. So um I just started talking about the races and giving my opinions, like on the racing, the race craft, little uh, stories and stuff like that that were happening. I was I was a lot younger, so it was more. I was still in fandom mode. Like I, I was a Chase Elliott fan uh, because <laughs> Gordon retired, so I, I went into a Chase Elliott fan, and then. You know, so it was still like a little bit of immaturity just of being a fan. Um, and then over the years, it grows on. and now it's just a fan of the sport. So, like, um, during that time, over those years, I was not a fan of the Gen six car. so I would try to be very vocal about that. Um and just certain things NASCAR were doing, like the five hundred and fifty horsepower package, not a fan about that. So all those controversial topics that were going on in real life that people would tweet about and stuff like that, and I would tweet as well, uh, I would just make those into topic videos, basically, where people could comment and talk about it, and I would just give my opinion, and everyone else could give their opinion, and that would be that. Um, Now, those, like, opinion videos have kind of stalled a little bit now, mainly because I like where NASCAR is. Like, I don't have much to say. I, I like the car, even though it has its issues. I like what Steve Phelps is doing with the schedule, i like the overall aspect of where the sport is so i'm not out here making a you know a nascar's in deep trouble video that i made like six years ago that has like 300 views but i don't need to be controversial anymore because i like where it is so um it, you know the race reviews still continue on where we talk about that kind of stuff i sadly missed the one uh at the robo because i missed the race so i couldn't couldn't talk about it if i didn't watch it um and so yeah, it just keeps going on. And uh, I have a lot of fun doing it. I think a lot of people do as well, so.
1: Yeah, I remember some of those earlier, like, you know, race review videos. I remember the one I remember from you vividly is uh, when Chase Elliott got turned by Denny Hamlin at Martinsville yeah. in 2017. <laughs> um, that was a, uh, you were- Upset after, that. and by the way, I totally understand why you were because he got flat dumped. But um, yeah, I, I I do remember some of those, and I I do remember how vocal you were about the Gen Six. I think you you referred to the Gen Seven. I think you I. Maybe you refer to it as your baby. Don't quote me on that. It but is, I think yeah, you did. is. Yeah, OK, yeah. Okay. good. You did. But I, I do remember that like you did. And I the 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 one that was so interesting about that, that I thought was cool was I remember you talked about the um the Gen 6, like an X3 version of it that NASCAR was testing, stuff like that. So, like, you know, you 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 did provide a lot of very informative knowledge on that topic that that are on topics that people, you know, probably wouldn't have found in, a, in other or probably wouldn't have found normally because, you know, maybe they don't know what to research that sort of stuff but uh you know kind of during that time frame you know you're 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 kind of developing this this um you're you're developing all of these different, um, you know, ways, these different niches that you're putting yourself into. So, you know, how you know, as YouTube kind of evolved for you over time, you know, you said it was started. If I understand correctly, you started out it was primarily a part time, it was primarily a part time hobby type of a thing. How has that evolved over time into maybe becoming more of a job for you as time's gone on?
2: Yeah. So when did it? So there was a time I took a break. I think it was as covid hit um 2019 2020 if someone could go back on the channel and look between 2019 and 2020 there's a 6 month period where i didn't upload like i literally just took a break um so when covid hit and everyone was at home that's when i went back and uh i think i needed that break to restart like just having passion again and as covid hit and it goes on that's when I think NASCAR heat five just released and then NASCAR 21 Ignition and most of our games start like coming onto the scene. So that's when it started becoming a full-time job It was like 2021 because, uh, 2020 was, was COVID year. 2021 is when it became a full-time job. Um, that's when I think I started like a NASCAR thunder, 2003 series and the view and the views and the subscriber counts were up and the revenue was up and everything was going up and I was uploading every single day. So then I made it a full-time job there. Um, and the revenue was good enough to where it, it, uh, basically like supplied that and not supplied It's not the word, but it proved that it could be a full-time job. The money was there and I had fun doing it. So I just kept doing it. Um, so that's when it became a full-time job was 2021. So 2021, 2022, 2023, and it is still is my full-time job now. Um, now from 2021 to 2023, uh, 2021 was the most successful year. That was like the best year because the hype was through the roof and everything. Uh, and then Ignition comes in and it flops. And so the hype kind of dies down. Um, 2022, 2023, without any new content, it has been difficult to keep going, but I have been able to do it somehow, mainly because of the the people that watch and the Patreon and all that stuff. Um, so that's, a, and even in the last two months, it's evolved again. So I would never stream. Like I was not a streamer. I was just making videos. Uh, and now I'm streaming iRacing like two to three times a week. Um, and so that's another part of the channel evolution. So it's it changes uh, over time. And, and my hope is that in the future, and this is, we'll talk about it, I guess, coming soon, is that uh, the content will come again, like new content. Because like, unfortunately, as much content as I want to make that I try to make that's new and fresh and exciting, I need help. <laughs> like I can't be playing old games forever. So um, we're in year heading into year three of basically no new content and i'm still going so it's good i just need to keep going a little bit a little bit longer and then hopefully that new content will arrive
1: yeah i remember you bringing it up in some of your uh your uh i don't know what i can say but like whenever you've made videos about like motorsport games and stuff like that you know you 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 talked a lot about how you know you you really need the new content for video games but you've still found ways to keep yourself relevant so you know Can you kind of take me through kind of like that timeline of when when you realized you were going to have to make some changes to keep yourself relevant? And where did the ideas start coming in for you about playing some of these older games, playing these games like NR2003, playing, you know, doing these like let's play videos of these like older NASCAR video games? I remember you would play games like NASCAR game 2011, NASCAR Inside Line, like games like that, or even even like the older games like the EA NASCAR games. Kind of where did that Give me kind of that time frame of of where like the motorsport games hype was dying down because Twenty One Ignition was a flop, and now you had to 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 adjust. You know, give me that time frame.
2: It, it really is on the fly. I'll be completely honest. Every month feels different. One month you could be like, "Oh, this is great. I'm I'm good. I got content for like the next few weeks." And da da da. And then the next month you could be like, ah, "I'm stra. I don't really know what to make." Um, it can be difficult, but it, it, it's really like as a content creator, it is just as simple as you'll have ideas come to you in the most random places. I could be at Publix and like, I'll just be thinking of something. I'm like, Oh crap, I can make a video out of that. Or what's really been helpful in, um, in recent months is that I do have a Patreon and from the Patreon, there's a discord and the discord members will often pitch ideas as well. Like, Hey, check out this, look at this, da, 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 try out this. And, um, we just see what sticks. Like, really it's like, How many people want to watch that? Um, Will it stick? And usually it has to be NASCAR based and it has to be something with that. Um, And then we'll see. NR 2003 is actually the one that I still have like on the back burner. Like it still is something that um, I do want to put on the channel. But the problem is there's so much you can do there that the actual level of content is kind of like it's too much. Like I don't know what to pick in there. So um, I will get to NR 2003 most likely uh, later this year to next year. Um, but I need to find something that's creative within NR2003 that will stick. It's not just as simple as, you know, just playing NR2003. It's finding a cool series or something that people want to watch and get involved in. Um, and that's kind of how it goes. Like, you just got to gotta trial and error it and see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, and, and the streaming in the last two months has definitely been a very big change that um, initially I did not like streaming. But now I'm having like a lot of fun with it Uh, and I'm getting back to like 2018 when I was on iRacing a lot. I still never streamed. I only made videos, but I'm having a lot more fun genuinely streaming iRacing and having fun with my friends. And uh, I kind of finally found that um, that spark again like that I had back then. Uh, like at multiple times in my life, like NASCAR nine with my friends before I ever did YouTube and, um, 2018 on iRacing with my friends. So it's kind of been re-sparked there as well. So it always changes. Like it really, I can't predict what I'll be doing two months from now. Like, it's just, uh, it's always changing.
1: Well, that takes a lot of create creativity. and I'm certain that that's a very, you know that's that's tough to do for a long time. So I'm certain that takes a lot of creative energy, all that sort of stuff. What is it that keeps you going with that creative energy? because I'm sure that can be that can be hard to 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 look at your content list for the next couple of weeks and think like, man, how am I going to like, like what, what type of content am I going to do on this day? Cause you know, what, what, what are we going to talk about here? So, you know, how do you kind of keep yourself going even in the midst of when you may have those like creative blocks of not being sure what you're going to do? It's
2: it's okay. Honestly, like it's, it's YouTube is, is I'm grateful to be in the position I'm in with like over 76,000 subscribers and doing this as a full-time job because you know, the, the people that watch help me. So it's not that bad. Like people are in much um, worse situations. Uh, I don't have to work a 40 hour office job where I'm bored out of my mind, nine to five. Like I don't have to do that. Um, So as long as I can continue just having fun, uh, which I am, then that's all that matters to me. Like it's not, it's really the whole creative blocks and stuff are annoying. Like they're not, they're not ideal, but um, I guess it's been so long that, you know, in an ideal world 2022 2023 i've had new content like and everything's booming and everything but that's just not the case but um you know two weeks ago i didn't know when uh there would be new content coming in the in the long-term future now i do so and it's literally the best situation for everybody for me for the community for uh nascar themselves for iRacing it's best best situation for everybody um so now i know in 2025 like there will be new content coming and i just gotta kind of keep pushing and keep going until then and i'll find a way <laughs> like it's it's not a not a problem so um as long as i'm having fun if i'm having fun i think people are going to want to watch as long as i continue being myself they'll be fine so um it's really not like uh youtube's not a real job and i kind of do agree with that it is not a real job uh but um it does have stresses and stuff like as every other job does have, but I'm really happy to be doing it. So any adversities that come its way, it's okay.
1: That's, that's a really cool mentality to have, because I think sometimes, you know, especially if, if you do something for a while, you know, and even I have to be reminded of this too, doing what I'm doing, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you realize that, you know, you're, you're doing something that you love and you're doing something and you're discussing topics that you're passionate about rather than going to an office and looking at spreadsheets for a milk company, nine to five, you know, and that's not, you know, and, and, that's really cool that you have that mentality. And I, and I do think, you know, that, that everybody that's in this realm of, you know, for you being a content creator, for me being more somebody that's in like, you know, media and that sort of stuff, you know, content creation to some extent, not quite like you, but, you know, sometimes you need to be reminded of that to some extent. And that mentality is a really cool mentality to have. And it's really interesting. And, and, uh, that's, that's really awesome to have. So, you know, speaking of there being some new content coming out, you know, you, you've given your thoughts on your channel about, about iRacing and, and their, them getting the new NASCAR license. And, you know, you've talked a lot about like, you know, realistic expectations for the new game, you know, like talking about like, okay, like understanding this first game is going to be probably a little bit more on the, you know, um, you know, it's probably not going to have all the features that you want to have. Cause it's the first game. I want to ask you about, What's your ultimate wish list for like five years down the road? iRacing's put out three or four NASCAR console games. What is your ultimate wish list for a NASCAR console video game that you'd love to have?
2: Um, For it to be its own thing, for it to be fun, for it to bring the community together. Uh, That's kind of like the main thing. Like I don't need it to be a 10 out of 10. IGN gives it a 10 out of 10. It's the greatest thing ever. I don't need that. Uh, I just want it to be fun. And for it to have a community, like an online community that they could do league races and um, and let the content creators just do what they do. Not just me. I mean, people are going to post clips and everything on there, uh, kind of like how iRacing does now on iRacing. But the main thing is for it to be its own thing as well. I don't want it to be associated with PC iRacing. Uh That's not what I want. Um, PC Racing is awesome, but it is not something that the majority of kids... Or and normal people can get into it is stupidly expensive. Uh, when you have to add everything up, um, console gaming is not like that. Console gaming, you just need a console, buy the game, have a controller, sit on the couch, you can play. Uh, that's what it should be, and so that's my my hope for it. Uh, and that they can replicate those single player adventures that everyone likes, like uh, career modes and challenges and stuff like that, and while also having an online mode that works and is not glitchy and everything, and creates its own community maybe even its own esports era thing that out of it so iRacing has their version of esports and they could also have a console version of esports and maybe think of some cool ideas to pin those two together but that's my hope for it In, in terms of four to five years from now that they just make consistent games um that make people happy uh that are solid like at least bare minimum really good uh and continue improving and and get the most important thing is get people into the sport that were not into the sport previously. Cause one of the reasons why I have been watching NASCAR my whole life is because of the video games. And I know for a fact, there's a lot of kids right now that instead are playing Fortnite or 2k or FIFA or, and those stuff, which is fine. I played those two. Well, not Fortnite, but I played those other games as well. Um, but there is no NASCAR option. So then the, the entry uh, is just barricaded right now because you're not going to get through it because there's also so many other th- it's a different world I'm not going to sit down on a Sunday as a five-year-old or a six-year-old or a seven-year-old and watch something on TV for three hours I'm going to go on TikTok or YouTube and watch something that way the way we consume content is so different but the actual video games that are provided to us we still play like that's still a thing that is still going to happen, and that is a way of getting new fans, especially younger fans, which is NASCAR is desperate for, into it. And they need to take it seriously in terms of getting the console side of things going, because for the last, you know, three to four years, especially, it has not been doing well. Uh, and they need to focus on it. And now they have the company that is the best in the business that will give it the most care. Uh, they have that. So NASCAR and iRacing need to work together in terms of, of bringing that together. And they, they if they can do that, I'm, I'm I'm happy with it.
1: I really find it interesting what you said about like these young kids that don't that won't sit down for three hours and watch something on TV because, you know, I mean, you know, let's be honest, you know, Malad, you can probably agree with this. How many of us, no matter how big of a NASCAR fan we were as a kid, how many of us actually sat down when we were six years old and watched a race from front to back? You know, just be honest. If, like, if Jeff and like
2: DNF'd on lap 40, I wasn't watching.
1: No, like, and and yeah. I and, I mean, I was I was a Jeff Corn fan growing up too. So like, I get it. You know, like when you're a kid, like if Jeff Gordon fan DNFs, like okay, you know, why why should I care? That sort of stuff. So you know, you need to find creative ways to appeal to that, and a video game is a is a way that you can do that in a lot of regards, and that that makes it very. It, it, it makes it tough when you don't have that basic thing that's that's going to be there but you know you feel and i can tell you know you have a lot of confidence that iRacing is gonna is gonna make something and is gonna make something really good that's gonna benefit you know a lot of people within it not only you as a content creator but also benefiting you know the people playing the game and and that sort of stuff so when when you take a look at you know that as a whole you know you 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 mentioned the online mode specifically so like when you say in an online mode that works you know for to you like what is it about online racing in nascar that really needs to change because i i know this like for me personally like a lot like even back in the nascar heat games like even even to an extent the Utechnics games you know to, to some extent too like the online racing was either buggy and glitchy or it was really hard to get into so like what what to you needs to change with 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 online racing particularly
2: uh they need to kill matchmaking I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it in F1 games and most racing games where you just enter a lobby and you get put with random people in a short race. They need to kill that idea. That needs to stop like immediately. Um, They need to really go back to the NASCAR nine days, which was the most popular, best version of any online racing game I've ever played where there's ranked and there's unranked and you can host your own lobby. Um, You don't need 43 drivers. Like this whole um, obsession with getting 40 Full field online you're only getting into trouble because you don't need that uh set it to 25 like if it helps the servers set it at 25 set it to 20 something like that let people host their own lobbies on your server uh show the names show the the um information of the lobby and let people choose how they want to race instead of throwing someone into a matchmaking session and then everyone wrecks in a turn one because you don't know anybody that's the biggest issue with online racing and then formula one games, which I also play. I don't play online for that exact reason of if I want to just go race, I have to go into a matchmaking session that it's going to put me with a bunch of random people and I don't know how they race and they're going to wreck me. Uh, we don't do that on, on iRacing you can choose where you race. Now there's certain splits and everything, but you can choose like if you want to do an official race or if you want to do a hosted race. So um, I think iRacing will do it, do it the right way uh and and have that because that's very important for people to have fun online like as as much as i want the single player to be great especially for me for content reasons i do want the single player to be great uh for also content reasons online has to be great too because if you can make your online work you will have uh basically long time players a long time community with the league racing and everything that has to be involved so um yeah, if that if that if they can get that done the correct way, I'd really 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 appreciate that. But I think it will take time. Like, I'm it, it takes time. You know, these things are trial and error. Uh, especially for iRacing when it comes to the console side of things, it takes it, it will take time for it to to work.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it always does take time for games to be created, and and it takes a lot of time for for some of these things. And and you know, to you, you know, I mean, you you mentioned it. You know, I mean, you you're not you know going into into specifics about about what you want single player wise but like you know you just want it to be something that the community likes and is entertaining and and that sort of stuff and and you want it to be able to be something that community the community can rally around and you know nascar games haven't had that for a, a long time i mean you know i mean even you know i mean i i'll admit because i remember this and i'm sure you do too like you know people look back on you know people look back on like the eutectics here and games with a lot of fondness i remember when that game was out there was a lot of people that didn't like those games do you remember, like you were you remember that don't you like how much people would how much people hated on those games when they came out now they look back on it like maybe it wasn't so bad in retrospect but uh do you, do you remember that out of curiosity? Like I do, I want to see if I'm the only one that remembers it, but
2: yeah. Yeah. So NASCAR nine is one like the whole, yeah. for me, the, the whole group really started. Uh, I still talk with people, mm-hmm. race with people from that era. Um, that was the best. So NASCAR nine servers shut down. Um, and you go to you techniques. We never played 2011. I was still in touch with my friends from, from NASCAR nine. Nobody ever played 2011. The servers are broken. Game was broken. No one played it. Um, inside line comes out. i think 2012 they take a break and then 20 inside line comes out february 2013 if, I, if i'm correct inside line comes out and it works like it's buggy and glitchy still and it's not great but uh the driving of the, the the cars was really really good and um there was like a skill gap and everything and we managed to get the league racing back going on inside line so um inside line and nascar 14 were uh buggy yes but they were able to, at least on the online side of things, they were able to, um, sustain league racing and everything. So we raced on it and we played a lot, uh, uh, had a lot of fun on those, on those games. Um, and then after that, you know, the NASCAR heat era came out and, uh, basically everyone jumped over to iRacing. I was late to iRacing. I was, I joined in 2018, but even around 2013, 2014, people were already jumping over to iRacing. So, um, yeah, those, those games aren't, I, I think in my opinion, should not be looked upon greatly, but they have some really good aspects on mm-hmm. it like inside line and 14 definitely in terms of i mean if you go on to go to atlanta it's it's awesome yeah how the car gets sideways and it feels heavy and stuff so there are things you could take from those games that maybe iRacing can implement into uh into their own games so mostly, we'll i do
1: i do remember like in inside line particularly the driving model was really good like oh, the it was dri- fantastic it was a great driving model the problem was in single player the ai were. Pretty bad, but like yeah. you know, I remember they'd like break randomly on a straightaway, like all sorts of stuff. But like still, like you know, the a you know the driving model was really good, but. I'm curious to hear this from you because you're someone you know. You mentioned you've made a lot of friends through leagues on console NASCAR games and and that sort of stuff. And you know, a lot of those people have moved on towards into iRacing. You know, some of them. I know, like uh, I remember uh, Revan from Norwich, I think has a uh, has has moved on since uh, from hosting leagues. But um, you know, do you feel there's still a place for league racing and console gaming with iRacing existing as it is? Because some people could argue that you know. NASCAR gaming, you know, iRacing kind of holds that candle for league racing because of how realistic it is. Do you feel there's still a place for that in in console gaming?
2: Yeah, because there's still so many people that can't afford iRacing. I, I have subscribers tell me all the time that they they don't want to spend a thousand on a PC and then a hundred on a membership and then three hundred on buying all the NASCAR tracks and cars and then another. 200 on a wheel and pedals just basic wheel and pedals two hundred dollars that we're talking like two thousand dollars that it's just too much like it's just too much so there there are are so many people out there that still play nascar heat five that still you know want to do league racing that way but they've stopped because obviously you know the servers aren't working and stuff but if you get something working they will definitely go there because there are still so many people that don't do league racing or don't do iRacing vigorously because they can't spend like genuinely to get all the tracks the nascar tracks the 23 or 24 of them that you want you have to spend was 11 11 or 13 per track yeah 300 so it, it's like it's just too much so um i'm not blaming iRacing for that that's just the way it is it's it's very very good it's a subscription-based model i get it but for the majority of people out there you know, as many people as there are on iRacing, there are more people that aren't on iRacing and are hoping actually to hopefully get a good console game working and maybe do it that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you're you're right with iRacing is that you have to remember with iRacing what you're buying. I mean, you're buying a motorsports simulator, you're not really buying, a, you're not buying a video game as much as you're buying a simulator. So, yeah. you know, I mean, of course, you you play it, but still, you know, you have to understand that. But yeah i mean that's i was curious about that just because you know i I felt like because league racing has kind of become you you don't see it in consoles anymore just because of how impossible it was to develop on like i remember particularly i remember starting with like nascar heat evolution i think it was where like you couldn't make a private lobby and like you know how impossible it was to even create something like that you know it's it's sad to see, you know, where thou, you know, someone can't develop something like that on a console, which would be so, e- which would seemingly be the best place to do it because of how easy it is for people to access it.
2: Yeah, it, it will come back. It will come back. It just needs to work <laughs> and I'll do both. I'll I'll still league race on iRacing and then I'll go league race on, uh, on the console game too. It's just, it, they are different things. Like iRacing is more stressful, more serious. Like it's it is, that is how it is. Um, and on the console side, you get to be more relaxed, but still have more, uh, still have fun. So it's a little bit of a balancing act that, uh, they can definitely get, they can definitely get it. It will, it will definitely come back. Um, it's just been a long time and then you're going to see a lot of kids get involved in it again. And then, yeah, they might still make that jump, but the whole point is get you into NASCAR, get you involved, get you want to play the game and then maybe want to get into racing and then fall in love with racing. Da-da-da-da-da, watch nascar and then maybe when you're 16 17 18 you start working a part-time job you want to you know your parents can't buy you two thousand dollars worth of pc and iRacing cut stuff but maybe you save up enough money and you can pitch in a little bit and then they help you with the rest next thing you know you're on iRacing so like it's kind of like a little journey through there that i know people mm-hmm. uh would like to do i literally half of my my discord don't have iRacing they watch me play iRacing uh but they don't have iRacing because they can't it's just too much
1: so you mentioned as we're, we're kind of on this topic of leagues you mentioned how a lot of those people that you played with you know back in the nascar nine days you know, you're still you're still in contact with them to this day so you know can you walk me through kind of some of those relationships and some of those you know some of the some of these people that you really are well connected with that you know you developed a lot of memories with that uh you're hoping maybe you can develop more with on a new video game or even that you still are with on iRacing
2: yeah, it's a little bit different now because people know who I am. So, like, if I go into an iRacing lobby, they're like, "Hey, Radman." So, it's a little bit different. Like, I, I did. I was just a kid back then. I was the squeaker. I had my high pitched voice and everything. I was twelve <laughs> years old. So, um, you know, just a few Jared, uh, TCB, uh, Bobby, Femi, all these guys. Mar- uh, JJ Marcus, who doesn't really do it anymore, but um, JJ, Bobby, Femi. Uh, Daniel Falkingham these are all guys that are basically been pro drivers JJ retired Bobby Zelensky obviously is one of the best there is Femi lots there um Daniel Falkingham's doing extremely well I knew him from the north days uh and then I'm racing with guys like TCB and and Jared in this new league that I just joined uh, that I'm streaming on tonight on Tuesday night um and it's more of like a laid back kind of just having fun with them um I've I've known guys like Jared and JJ and Bobby for 13 to 14 years now. So, um, and it's, it's pretty cool. I like, I'm, I'm so happy to see that I was, I was beating Bobby on a consistent basis on, on inside line. I was way better. Uh, and now to see him just dominate the, 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 well, not, he hasn't won a championship yet, but I still give him crap for that. He needs to win one, but, uh, to like be the best road course racer I've ever seen on iRacing and for Femi to be in the pro series and these guys to be so fast and everything. It's, it's a lot of fun, uh, to see them succeed in everything. So, uh, yeah, I have a great time with it, and and I'm glad that I've actually been able to now reconnect. Now that I'm doing more iRacing and and being able to do some more leagues, I've been able to reconnect with the guys that aren't in the Pro Series. Um, that you know, we're just having fun, so it's a it's definitely a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever thought about reaching out to Bobby for a rematch of Split Screen on NASCAR Inside <laughs> Line to prove that you're still better on Inside Line? Uh, I mean, I you, you've you've played it more recently than he has, in fairness. So. Uh, I have,
2: uh... Was he better than me on the road courses? I think he was better than me on the road courses, but on the actual oval's not. Nah, nah, I was I was better. I was better. There was there was actually a time when I started in 2018, like when I started iRacing. Um I was just from the from the stop and I, I got going and I, my iRating was going up pretty quickly and Bobby literally came to me and was like, "If you try hard enough, you definitely have the speed to like be a pro if you want to." And I just kept saying, "Nope. Never want to." too much too much stress too much work too serious like that was my thing too way too serious i don't want to be that serious i just want to have make content have fun um and so yeah if i from 2018 on if i wanted to be a pro if i put in the work i think i could have definitely yes now absolutely not i'm not motivated enough i'm not i don't practice enough and these guys are way too good now like they from the get-go they start and they just man like they're just so incredibly good um but maybe maybe if if i if i go 1v1 with bobby on inside line maybe i i think i could give him a a give him a good a good good fair fight
1: i think that'd be i I think that'd be cool maybe i'm pitching a content idea i think that'd be kind of cool i would love that i think that'd be really cool if you could make that happen but you know regardless you 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 mentioned you know you you love creating content you know you're you you love doing what you're doing right now but we've also seen in recent years how you've at times kind of shown some of your interests outside of NASCAR, you've made videos about a tour de France video game. You've made, <laughs> you've made videos about Arsenal. Cause you're a huge fan of Arsenal in the, in the premier league who uh, finally had a bit of a, at a, at a pretty decent year last year uh, after being kind of down in the dumps for a long time. But uh, you know, you're, you know, where in, in what place in your channel kind of do some of those videos hold? Because, you know, obviously you primarily do a lot of NASCAR content, but you still find ways to kind of show off kind of your outside interests in your channel in some way, shape or form.
2: Yeah, it really just depends on what people want to see like that. that The fact that that Tour de France video got that much support was insane to me. I, I couldn't believe that. That was just simply because I played those games for a very long time like i played like pro cycling manager 2010 like on on this little laptop i had that was acting like an airplane when i would play it because it was like oh hey this is not a gaming computer what are you doing um so i i play those games for a long time and i was like yeah i'll just upload a channel like people don't know that i like this stuff so um if people if i if i enjoy something and that week i don't have to really like Upload certain things like it, that. I could just do what I want. Then, cool. Like I will just upload that. Um. So, but I, but I know like the majority of things that get support are are NASCAR based. So that's what I will do. Um. I did try for a little bit making a second channel and trying to talk about Arsenal stuff, but I felt like I was cramming too much. Like it was taking away from the main channel, especially now that I'm streaming. I felt like uploading on the second channel, uploading on the main channel, and streaming. I just and trying to go to the gym and taking care of my dog and trying to have a social life. It was just too much. So um, I would like to talk about that stuff on a second channel. But the main channel, I don't want to like if people want to join the stream, everyone knows I'm an Arsenal fan. I'll talk about Arsenal if they if they want to talk about that. But uh, for right now, yeah, I think it's just mainly NASCAR stuff on the on the main channel and, and stuff like that.
1: I'll ask you this question to someone who's a who's a Liverpool fan. What are you expecting from Arsenal the rest of the season?
2: Um. Well. I would love to win one of the big the big ones the prem or the the Champions League especially the Champions League. But um I'm like when people ask me that mm-hmm. I am really 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 happy with how my club is doing, the way they're being run, um and everything. So if we finish 3rd because of certain things that happening, that happen unfortunate, but I'm fine with it. Like I'm, I believe more in the process of, of uh, becoming a great club. And so I think we're doing a, I think we're doing an absolutely fantastic job. And if we come up short against Pep Guardiola and oil money city, I'm okay with it. Like we, you know, it is what it is. So um as long as we are playing well and continuing on this process, I think the results will come if they don't come unfortunate, but I'm not going to sit here and beg for us to win a prem or beg for us to win a champions league. Like things have to go your way. You have to get lucky. That's just the nature of it. Um, I was 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. It was horrible. It was a terrible, terrible time. So I'm just really happy to be in the other side now uh, and to see everyone really happy. And I see more arsenal shirts and more arsenal stuff out in, in here, in, in Orlando, I see it. I never used to see this kind of stuff. People would kind of hide it. Um, now I see it. So it's it's a lot of fun. I'm really, really happy with how the club's doing. Uh, and it, mean, it means a lot to me. So I'm happy that I could show people how much it means to me uh, and the fact that we're doing extremely well.
1: hmm yeah, trust me, I, I can relate to getting your heart broken by Man City because two years ago, I think it, I think it was tw- I think it was two seasons ago when Liverpool got their heart broken on the last twice. day of the
2: season. Again. You guys lost by one point twice.
1: Yeah, yep, we did. And then uh, and then we lost in the Champions League two weeks later to Real Madrid, which was uh, that was a. Uh, that was a disappointing way to end that season, but uh, regardless, um, we can we, we we can both relate to getting uh getting stomped by Man City at the end of the season, <laughs> so we can both relate to that. And oh, uh, and- we,
2: we just beat them yesterday, so um, uh, well, two days ago, two days oh, ago, you I'm did very, very happy, yeah.
1: Uh, I didn't notice that. Liverpool, I think we tied Brighton two to two, so uh, yeah, we're yeah, by the way, we're recording this, fo- folks, by the way, uh, on October 10th, so uh, um, just for some context for where we're at, but um, yeah, so uh, hopefully, uh, I'll I will. I will, I will wish you just for your sanity's sake i will wish arsenal the best the rest of the season oh, so no, that i'm
2: stress free it, it was stressful <laughs> when we were eighth and 15th and terrible that was stress now it's just enjoying it i'm having a I, great time
1: i remember you tweeting you're like mentioning like on youtube videos like i am un. i am incommunicado like from at this time because we're playing like Europa or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but I remember some of those times. So I was like, and trust me, I can relate as someone who's a, who's a fan of Chicago sports right now. Um, trust me, I can relate to not having a team to, to having teams being in stressful situations. But you're working your way up through there, which is really really awesome to see and really cool to see. So, you know, as you kind of look at your future, you know, in YouTube and the future for you is, I would say you'd probably agree as bright as it ever has been because you know, you're going to have a new NASCAR game coming out in a couple of years. You know, you're going to be able to put out some new content here very soon. And um, that's exciting for you. So for you, you know, you, you kind of have a long-term plan for 2025 and beyond. So, but what I'm more curious about is how are you going to fill that gap between late 2023 through 2024 into 2025 when iRacing releases that game, which when in 2025, we're not sure. I'm, um, you know, I mean, I don't I, I don't know if you've speculated on it on your channel. I think you said maybe around the Daytona 500 2025 is what you guessed, I remember right. But like, how are you planning on filling that gap during that time frame?
2: Don't know yet. <laughs> that's that's the thing. I don't know yet. Um, I definitely know I'm gonna be streaming a lot more. I've only been streaming for two months, so uh I'm gonna start streaming a lot more, and uh that's gonna be one of the avenues. When it comes to videos, um, there there are probably things, and our 2003 is definitely going to be making a lot of appearances in the near future. But um, there are things that I just don't know yet that I'm going to do. That hopefully, when I decide to do something, that it will stick and people will watch, and and we'll see about that. I am expecting maybe a little bit of a like a, a, a lull in 2024. Uh, that's my my biggest worry is that uh, it will just like be really down. Um, and so I just need to prevent that from happening. If I can prevent that from happening and keep trying to make fresh content, then, uh, yeah, 2025 is where it gets, gets a lot of fun. Um, that's when, uh, basically the entire channel is going to be like iRacing based, whether I'm still doing PC stuff or the new game. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun back there. So yeah, it's, it's really nice now, finally, after, um, like a, a long time that there's clarity on it. Uh, and so that's really good for me. Uh, I'm very transparent on that too. Like, guys, this is how YouTube works. Like, I I can't I I can make a video about a cow eating grass. You guys aren't gonna watch. <laughs> I need I need them to make the game, okay? So I can play it and make the content. Um, and and people, res- I hope respect me for like my honest opinions uh, on the games, and 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 so that's why I tell you as it is. Like, uh, you know, Twenty One Ignition. The weirdest thing about Twenty One Ignition was my first ever race on that game was the best race I ever had. And after that, it was never like that again. I don't know why, but it was like, oh crap, this is actually pretty good. Um, And then it never was like that again. Uh, So, you know, I got a little bit of hate for that because I was like, oh, 21 ignition is good. But I've changed a lot, like over the years where I think a lot of people liked my rants and my heated takes. And then I just didn't want to be mad anymore about video games. Like I'm in my mid twenties, like it is what it is. Um, so I maybe don't go as critical as I used to, uh, especially on motorsport games on, on NASCAR 21 edition where people wanted me to be really mad at them. And I was just like, guys, it sucks. What do you want me to say? Like, I'm not going to get mad. Um, and so people got a little bit upset with me for that. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. So I don't know what's coming in 2024. Um, but I do know that I'll have a lot of fun streaming and the Patreon members and the discord members and the people that I watch all the time are going to help me out. and. uh we'll see what we do the video. So the video side is just my one worry. Cause like, I just want to make sure that the views are still up and the engagement's still up and everything's still up. But uh, yeah, it's like in terms of classical content and stuff like that, I'm kind of out. Like I've kind of done everything except for NR 2003. Um, so we'll, we'll see where it goes from there.
1: And as you look at 2025, as, as you look forward, you know, I mean, one of the things is that, you know, even as you mentioned, you know, you, you don't like to be angry, you know, all the time in your videos, which is, which is understandable. I mean, you know, that, that takes a lot of energy and that just... You know, it's it's not fun to just be angry all the time at a video, regardless of that, people value your opinion and they value what you have to say about NASCAR gaming. I mean, I know I I was one of those people, you know, for obviously for a long time and, and still am, you know, would watch your reviews to get an idea of like, what's the what's the temperature of this NASCAR game? What are people saying about it? I remember particularly I was paying attention to you a lot for the NASCAR heat games and even through NASCAR 21 edition, even if I never played it, because I know how important it is to NASCAR itself you know, as you, you, you head to that point, you know, how much do you think about the fact that people value your opinion, value what you have to say about it, because you know that it could have some impact on how people react to the game with their wallets, which at the end of the day is, is really what matters. And you have an impact on that. How does, have have you ever thought about that before? Seriously?
2: Yeah. 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 I have. <laughs> so it means a lot to me. Uh, so that's why, like, uh, I like, uh, I mean, I don't know where the real Radman part came from. I mean, it's just because I guess RR was a cool logo, but I like to keep it real. Like, I like to be honest with them, um, with people that watch me. So uh, I'm just honest. Like, there are, you know, when I was talking with Motorsport Games and trying to help them, like, I would tell you guys, like, I'm talking to them. I'm trying to help them. Um, But, and the whole jokes about, oh, he's on the payroll and stuff. It's just, I'm fine with that. Um, I've never been paid like from that kind of stuff because I want to have complete independency from, uh, or like complete, yeah, independency from, from them. So that way I could give my honest opinions and Work games did a lot wrong, but they also agreed with that. So they never restricted what I could say. They just said, here's the game, you know, do what you want, say what you want. And that's exactly what I did. So, um, I always had a really good relationship with a lot of people there, especially like Rusty, for example, who everyone in the community loved, but he's not even longer there anymore. So it's going to, that sucks that like a lot of people there in the NASCAR side of things have now lost their jobs and it is what it is. Um, but on my end, yeah, I try to stay as independent as possible. Uh, and if there's a sponsored video, you know it because there's a thing on YouTube that says this is a paid, uh, endorsement. And I'll tell you guys that's a sponsored video and stuff like that. So, um. I keep it as transparent as possible. I I think people people enjoy that on the literally on the NASCAR side of things. I have never been paid for a review. I've never been paid to make content on a NASCAR game, never been paid to stream something. I've never been paid to say something nice. I literally have always just given my honest opinions on everything.
1: Well, and and that's what we need. You know, that's what people like, you know, you know, me and and people in the NASCAR gaming industry, you know, that's what they need. They need to hear the honest reality of the way that games are and and i can attest someone that's watched you for a long time i remember back to the nascar heat games you give that unadulterated opinion and you give also very informed and a very informed opinion like someone like me would have never thought about the impact the unity engine would have so you know i mean that's what you do and um you know in in that sense so as you as you kind of develop kind of move forward you know just kind of tell kind of tell me you know in, in your in your cliff notes version you know what's kind of your expectations for when this next nascar game is going to come out what are you expecting from the very first game that iracing is going to put out
2: um i i do expect something similar to world of outlaws uh because monster games is behind the helm so i i kind of do know what to expect like it is unity engine it is um it's going to be much better than nascar heat i know that uh i the one thing I don't know, I don't really have many, I don't have any contacts at iRacing or Monster Games. I think Monster Games got upset with me over the heat days because I criticized the Unity Engine and stuff like that. So they haven't really reached out. Um, hopefully we can remend that relationship and they'll be like, hey, you know, can you help us out or something? That'd be cool. I'd I'd be happy to do that. But I think they're a little, they were a little bit pissed with me with how critical I was on the Unity Engine and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure they can make a good game. Like I've said, I think the Tony Stewart game that they made after NASCAR Heat and the World of Outlaws game that they made are actually really big improvements for them. I think they've been doing a really good job there. What I don't know is I don't know what iRacing provides them and like where they're improving in that aspect. Like whether it's funding, whether it's other employees, I don't really know because I don't know anyone there. So um, I, I expect a much better version of World of Outlaws, which is already a really good game. So that's why I'm saying like, I don't think this game is going to be bad. I just don't think it's going to be a fantastic thing with everything in it because there's not enough time to do that. Um and then what I don't know is what does iRacing bring the, bring to the helm? Like what are they going to do as a publisher? Cuz iRacing technically is not really the de- the developer, that the publisher, uh and Monster Games is the is the developer, so um I'm very interested to see what they do and how they want to put that stuff in there and and what business practices they even use like to to make money like the game sells to make money like let's be real it can't just I think that was one of motorsport games biggest issues they've relied completely on selling a game for $60 nothing else in it revenue wise it completely flops and then you can't make any money because you're not there's no there's nothing in there to do it so there's a lot of stuff in there that um, overall I'm expecting it to be a good game with a good single player and hopefully a working online but stuff like I don't know, like legend drivers and fantasy tracks and an incredible challenge mode and an incredible paint booth. These type of things I expect to wait for while the first game I expect like just a solid basic career mode, solid race. Now, big focus on gameplay graphics and the way the cars drive, because that's the foundation uh, and a working and solid online um feature with a league race league racing option hosted sessions option uh quick race option stuff like that if those things happen i am very happy for the first game and then you can add all the dessert and the candy and the paint booth and challenges and all this other stuff you can add that in later games i'm completely okay with that as long as you get the the main the main game the main game right and it can work on unity it won't, won't it won't look as good as unreal engine and stuff like that but it still looks good it's it's not like Bad. It's, it's still good. It's just that it's not going to be, you know, crazy graphics. And I'm okay with that because I do know that monster games, the one thing they can do is make good AI. So I'm really excited about that. And I know that if the AI is good, you can have fun on there if they get the rest of the game right.
1: Well, absolutely. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Malad, here for coming on today here to talk to us to, uh, you know, tell your content creation story and also talk a little bit about, uh, you know, NASCAR gaming in light of the new acquisition of uh, the NASCAR license by iRacing. Uh, really appreciate you coming on here today and uh, wish you the best of luck in the future. And uh, I wish you the best. I wish Arsenal the best of luck unless they're playing Liverpool.
2: Yeah, I think it's I think it's by Christmas, December twenty third or something. Is when we play I here. think
1: I'd have to, I'd have to check the schedule, but uh, and
2: it's at Anfield. Oh
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that'll be interesting. So, um, anyways, once again, real rabbit here on Next Gen Creators. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Bye bye. Wow what a conversation that was with Milad Radman talking about what he wants there at the end there from the next NASCAR video game he also talked about some of what he wants in the future down the line and all the sorts of things that he wants but also telling his story as a content creator how he got into making videos how he got into loving NASCAR and also talking about how he attacks the challenge of not having a new NASCAR video game or I should say a new quality NASCAR video game for a long time and how he's able to attack that challenge of having to come up with very creative ideas for content really interesting to hear malad radman talk about that be sure to head to dailydownforce.com if you want to listen to other episodes of next-gen creators we've talked with Uh, content creators such as eric eastep we've talked with the iceberg jared lundberg we've talked with nfjj la productions a ton of nascar content creators are on that site be sure to head down there for some daily downforce content uh all of the uh, daily articles that we write on all that is going on in the sport of nascar and be sure to follow us as well on social media at daily Downforce on twitter at daily downforce on instagram also follow us on facebook as well be sure to head there for some great daily NASCAR content. Once again, I'm Joshua Lepowski signing off for now. This has been Next Gen Creators with Malad Radman. Thank you everybody for listening.